All powerful is your name. All powerful is your name. All powerful is your name. Hallelujah. All powerful is your name. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us this morning hour to seek your holy face. Thank you for giving us this time to spend time in your presence. Oh, Father, pray that you will reveal to us the mind of Christ this morning. Reveal to us the perfect will for us this morning. Lord, I pray that you will cover us with your precious blood. Lord, you are everything that we need. And Lord, you are everything that I want. And I ask you, Lord, at this hour, that you fill us with yourself. That our lack may be made complete by the fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ in every area of our lives. That God may be glorified in us through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray that you will impart your grace into us, impart your strength into us. Lord, I pray that you will cause our cups to overflow in our lives. That the goodness of the Lord that you have poured into our lives, Yerana, into others' lives, from the overflow of our lives, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Your blood saves your blood heals, your blood sanctifies me. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Your blood saves, your blood heals. Your blood sanctifies me. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Your blood is all I need. Your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin.
Jesus, your blood is all I need. Your blood is all I need. Your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Your blood, your blood, your blood, your blood, your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Your blood, your blood, your blood. Your blood, your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Jesus, your blood is all I need. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. That was shed on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago. For our sins and for our sicknesses. You were wounded for our transgressions and you were bruised for our iniquities. The stripes that you wore on your body brings healing to our souls, our spirits, our minds. To every area that we need. We have you, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We come into your presence with the full knowledge that you are enough for us and we take you for everything that we need. We give ourselves over to you at this hour. And I pray, Father, that your fullness may fill our lack, our need, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. That you'll touch your people this morning, Father. Touch your people this morning. Touch your people this morning. Touch your people this morning. Wherever there's a lack, wherever there's a need, I pray. May you fill every lack. May you fill every need. May you fill every void with your fullness. Oh, Jesus, fill every lack, fill every void, fill every need with your fullness, O oh Lord, with your fullness, O oh Father. May the fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ overtake every lack that your people may have in any area of their lives. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Perfect submission. Perfect delight. Visions of rapture. Now burst on my sight. Angels descending. Bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my This is my song, raising my Savior all the day long, raising my Savior all the day long, raising my Savior all the day long. Praising my Savior all the day long. Praising my Savior all the day long. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the word that has descended from heaven at this hour. We thank you, Lord. I pray that you will immerse this word with the Holy Spirit in the blood of Jesus. Immerse this word in the Holy Spirit with the oil of the Holy Spirit. And set this word on fire so that your people may be set free. That everything that is binding them, those cords, be burned down to ashes with the fire of the Holy Spirit. That every fear, every bondage, every pain, every sorrow, every burden, every yoke that is of the enemy, which is not from God, be burned down to ashes by the power of the word of God.
that comes from the mouth of God, full of the Spirit of God, carrying the presence of God. I thank you, Father, for you are in our midst, and you are here to do a great mighty thing. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this privilege to sit at your feet. Thank you, Father. We praise you. We thank you. We glorify you. I pray that you'll cover your people with your precious blood. Cover every part of your being with your precious blood. I pray that you will give them the Spirit of God to be able to receive everything that you have for them this morning. That every bondage be broken through the power of your word. And I pray that your word be given to them in an unhindered manner. That the word that is being released at this hour may stick to their bones, stick to their spirits, stick to their bodies, stick to their conscience. In the name of Jesus, let it stick to their souls. Let it stick to their DNAs in the name of Jesus. Oh, Spirit of the living God, that what you are releasing at this hour may become a part of them until they be with you in eternity. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. Luke. Chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Luke chapter 2, from verse 1 onwards. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I want to stop right here as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. 
the entry of the King of Glory into this fallen world. The entry of the King of Glory into this fallen world to make whole that which was broken. To restore the image that which was tarnished. To make new that which was damaged. However, he had to pay a price. And the price was not only in Calvary on the cross, but it began even before his birth. The child, the Christ child, felt the rejection, as the Bible says, rejected by men. Rejected by men even before he was born. The King of Glory went through rejection even before he was born in his mother's womb. While he was there, he felt the agony that his mother felt while he was in her womb. As his mother and his earthly father, guardian, Joseph, went from place to place looking for a place where Jesus Christ would be born. They went from one place to the other and every time there was no room and it was labor and delivery time. Mary and Joseph were in great agony not knowing where they were going to have this baby. The announcement was spectacular. Both Mary and Joseph had angelic encounters. Very different from the rest of the people who had babies other than Zacharias. Would that grand announcement should have been a royal reception of this baby, the supernatural child that was entering into this world. 
I was the opposite. The announcement was supernatural. But the reception was rejection. Lord, this is your will. This child is not of human will. The child is a supernatural child. I really saw the angel, Mary, that I've told Joseph. Joseph has said, me too. But they would have expected everything would have gone smoothly because this is from God. The conception was supernatural. They both knew it was not of human will like any other conception. So, the provision should have been much easier according to human minds. If it is from God, then everything should go smoothly according to the world. But, it was not. In order for this Christ child to be born into this world. Just like he does even today. Even though he is the king of glory. He knocks at the heart of every human being. Behold, I stand at the door and knock at the heart of every believer. Why? Because he is the king of glory. He has power over everyone. Why do they have to go through this? Why do they have to suffer? If Mary and Joseph are in the will of God, if Mary and Joseph are carrying this supernatural child, how come they're facing opposition at every turn, on every level? When other people have no problems, why? Should Mary and Joseph have such a difficulty? Why did they have to travel so long, so far? Suddenly, why did the law have to change like that? And when they tried so hard and they made it to Bethlehem, how come? God didn't speak to the innkeeper 
move his heart right away and tell him, move out of the way and give room for God who has come in flesh. How come they didn't have a dream? God wanted to, he could have. He gave a dream to Pilate's wife. He gave a dream to Joseph. He gave a dream to Pharaoh, the Old Testament. He gave a dream to Nebuchadnezzar. He gave a dream to many people when he wanted to communicate, whether they're believers or non-believers, when God wanted to speak to them. He spoke to them. He gave a dream to Abimelech. He spoke to different people. But in this place, God did not do that. Why? Why didn't God do something? Why didn't God speak to the innkeeper? Why didn't God warn the innkeeper? Well, God warned the wise men to not go by Herod's side when they had to return. God could have done something. This is God's world. God wanted to. He could have made an on-the-spot beautiful palace for Jesus to be born. But he did not. You know why? This was a place where the hearts of men were revealed. There are certain things, certain times, God will do. That he will not sovereignly interfere with man's will to expose the hearts of men. To show this is how mankind was when Jesus had to come into this world. Rejected by men. When? Even before he was born. It just shows the selfishness of mankind. Jesus said this in Matthew 25. When he told the people, you blessed people, come to my right hand side. You're going to enter into everlasting joy because when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I needed clothing, you covered me. When I was in prison, you visited me. When I was sick, you took care of me. And the people on the right-hand side said, When, Lord, when? When, Lord? When did we do that? And Jesus said, Whatever you do to the least of my brethren, not to anyone and everyone out there. Whatever you do to the least of my brethren, you're doing it unto me. That's what the association is. That's what the connection is. 
and we belong to God. We become His brethren, His people. This was a test that came upon mankind during the birth of Jesus, where the hearts of every human being, every human being's heart was put to test. Every single person who was there on the face of the earth during that time was granted this divine opportunity to house the King of Glory. But sadly, people failed the test because they were into themselves. When they saw this woman who was pregnant and about to deliver a child, Nobody said, well, you take my place. I'll stay out. You take my place. Not a single human being came forward in Bethlehem to give their place for Jesus to be born. If they would have known that this is the King of Glory, that this is the God of Heaven and Earth, they would have immediately given their room, their space for Mary. That's where the test was. Nobody knew that the Messiah was about to be born. Neither did they care to know that's where they failed. They will never be in that place. Because God will test the heart of human being, believers, from time to time. These were supposed to be the people of God, the descendants of Abraham. But these people fail the test. May we never be like that. May we never be content that, oh, we are the children of Abraham. Oh, we are the children of God. Oh, we are saved, we are born again, we are in the family of God. But have no eyes to see. the Messiah is passing by. When we are into ourselves, we can't see anything else other than ourselves. When our eyes are about us, we cannot see God who is around us. When our ears are full of ourselves, we cannot hear the Lord who is speaking to us. When a mind is fully occupied with ourselves, we cannot receive 
anything that God has for us. When our hands are full of ourselves, we cannot receive what God wants to give to us. When we empty ourselves, it's when we empty ourselves in the presence of God. It's when we empty ourselves at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, I just lay aside everything that would keep me from the King of Kings, who is the great I am. If I have to step aside, if I have to step outside, if I have to be out in the dark, in the cold, so that I can give room for the Savior. And that's my highest honor and privilege to do so. Because the people were full of themselves. When the King of Glory was passing by, they all said, no, we have no place we need this place doesn't matter if this woman is about to give birth we can't give room for you because we need it for ourselves and for our children our families we can't give that it is for me I need it And every time Mary and Joseph went and talked to people and asked for room, every time they said no to Mary and Jesus, Joseph, the Lord Jesus Christ who was in the womb of Mary heard every no that came from every single person. It was a no to the King of Glory. May we never be in that position the place where the people were during the birth of Jesus. The grief that the Son of God felt even before he was born, while he was at the womb. Rejection. He was rejected by men even before he was born. Yet, he chose to do good. That is our Savior, and that's how we must be. Whether we are received or whether we are rejected should never determine our behavior. Our Christ-like nature should be there all the time. Our lives must reflect our Savior. No matter what happens around us, we should be the first ones to give our best places, our best things for God Almighty because it's a test that comes upon God's people in different times and different points of their lives, of our lives. We'll the Son of God passed by. Hidden in Mary's body 
within her womb was Jesus Christ watching every heart, everyone that said no to the King of Glory. Hidden in the womb of Mary was the Lord of the universe passing by, feeling that rejection every time people said no, fully knowing that this is how his life is going to be, all the way to the death of the cross. He was still prepared to serve the very same people who said no to him. That's how God's people should be. No matter what people do to us, we should be like Jesus. Ready to give our all for all those whom God wants us to. To lay down our lives so that others may live. That's true Christianity. That's true living hidden in the womb of Mary with the eyes of the Savior looking at every heart that was full of itself rejected the King of Glory the grand opportunity that every woman every man got To have the Lord of the universe to be born where they were. Every single person was full of themselves. Lost that opportunity because they were not able to see. Mary knew. Joseph knew. No one else knew. No one else knew. Within that womb, within the body of Mary, was the King of Glory testing every heart that was there, testing every motive that was there, during that time no one knew it was the king of glory who was coming to them through the body of Mary and the voice of Joseph they missed that opportunity to give to the king of glory That's why we have that very sad scripture there that we just read a little while ago. That verse 7 of Luke 2 says there was no room for them in the inn. What is that word them stand for 
the sentence is placed after Christ shall was born. It was Jesus and the woman that carried him and the man that was given the responsibility to bring him safely into this world and care for him for a given time. There's no room for them in the end. Within that word them is the King of Glory. In your life, many times, the King of Glory will give you the opportunity to test your heart, to test your motives, to test, to sift, to see where you stand. And when the test comes, will you stand the test of time? Are you standing the test of time? Have you stood the test of time? Have you stood? Do you stand? Will you be able to stand? When the King of Glory is hidden, undercover, comes to you, What is your response? How do you react? Is it a reaction that comes from a heart that is full of itself? Oh, I need this. Oh, my family needs this. We need this. Guess what? They've lost everything at that point when they said there's no room, this is not the time, we don't have anything, we need it for ourselves and who are they talking to? Who are they rejecting? You have done it unto me, Jesus said. And then you have a group of people who said, Lord, when, Lord, when? When did we not do it? When, Lord? That day, that day when I came, I was in my mother's womb. I was watching. I was within her body. I was watching. When, Lord, when? That's, that's when. We have to be very careful. Be very sensitive. Only when you're walking with God, you'll be able to spot divine visitations, divine opportunities, divine encounters that God will bring in order to bless you in order to bless you I want to highlight that as a spirit the Lord wants me to when you miss that opportunity there's a missed opportunities when you close the door to the king of glory that came through a human body no matter what your circumstance may be make sure you make every room Give the highest place. Give the best place to the King of Glory.
she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Oh, how heaven would have cried. How the angels would have wept. Not only did they cry on Mount Calvary when the Son of God hung helplessly on the tree. Oh, just for me. Just for me. On Calvary. But even way before that, when they said no, when they said no, heaven must have wept. His throne is empty because he said, I will go. His throne is empty. And he is down, all the way down, away from glory, all the way down, to help humanity, these selfish creatures, said no. They're saying no. Every time they say no, the angels are weeping. Every time they say no, it broke the heart of the Father. It broke the heart of Jesus. Still, Having loved us to the end, to the very end, Jesus died for us. You never see a love like this. We must never take it for granted. Because we are the ones who will miss the golden opportunity that God will place before us to test our hearts, our motives. To see if we are worthy of the blessings that He, have for, he has for us. Whether we are worthy of it or not our reaction to the King of Glory will determine whether we are worthy of Him or not. Because of the rejection of people, Jesus, the King of Glory, had to be wrapped in swaddling clothes. And He had to be laid in a manger in a manger may never happen in our lives what they gave him what the people of Bethlehem gave him they just gave him a manger that's enough that's enough for the king of glory why does he need any other place why do we have to give him our place? Why do we have to give him our children's place? Let him take that stable. That's how they despised the King of Glory. Let him have that. We don't have to give our stuff. Let the King of Glory have the lowest place. This was God 
in flesh. They treat her as God who was within the womb of Mary, hidden, testing the hearts of men. This will happen in the life of every believer. Before God can bless, before God can do something, there will come a test in the life of every believer to see how much room will we give for God in our lives. How we treat the things of God, whether we receive Him or reject Him through our actions, through our words, through expressions, how much room, how self-centered we are, how God-centered we are, our own words and our own actions, our own behavior will be our own judge. We must be very careful. Just like the children of Israel said, the way we are children of Israel, we are sons and daughters of Abraham. We too can become that way. We have Jesus. We know Jesus. We worship Him. We tithe. We give offering and we do our part. Shame on us if we ever think that way. Because we will be the biggest fool out there. If we think that we do our duty, that's how the Pharisees were. Deep within their hearts, no room for the Savior. That's how the people of Bethlehem were. Jews on the outside called themselves the children of Abraham. But there was no room for the Savior on the inside. Full of themselves. May never be of us. Never be of us. May we never be blind spiritually, deaf spiritually. May when the Son of God comes to us through a human being, through a vessel, as He came through this consecrated vessel of God, a woman in the womb, through this righteous man who knocked on every door. But there was no room at the inn. Where? Did this happen in Egypt? Did this happen in Egypt? Did this happen in Babylon? Oh, what a shame. These were supposed to be people of God, descendants of Abraham, who were supposedly waiting for the Messiah. Really? Oh, what a shame. What a shame. If they were really waiting for the Messiah, they would have known. Like how Simeon knew. Like how Anna the prophetess knew. 
like how Mary knew, like how Joseph knew. Oh, what a tragedy. May we never become like that. Call ourselves the children of God. Do the things that are required within codes. But totally blind to divine visitation. Because when the test that God brings before us, when it comes, our actions will speak louder, way louder than our words. That's why Jesus said, these people worship me with your lips, but their hearts are far away from me. O Bethlehem, Africa, art now little among the house of Judah, but out of you shall come forth the prince whose going forth is from everlasting to everlasting. Huh, but you didn't know the time of your visitation. What a blessing it would have been if you'd have opened the door. If you're in, so that the King of Glory would have laid his head, not in a manger, not in a manger, not in a manger, but the sad reality was, it was in a manger, because the descendants of Abraham, the people of God, the people who were in a covenant relationship with God, circumcised externally, tithing, going to the synagogues, but failed to receive the King of Glory because they did all the external deeds, but in their spirits they were dull. They couldn't see the King of Glory passing by the opportunity that came before them. They couldn't see. Because they were full of themselves. May we never be that way. Never be that way. Never be that way. When the test comes, it'll never be. Jesus comes and stands before you. Say, I'm Jesus. Open the door. No. It will be hidden. When the test comes, it will be hidden. Only those who are prepared for it will pass the test. Only those who are, who are prepared for it will pass the test. When we have such a relationship, with Jesus. Like Mary. Like Joseph. Like Simeon. Like Anna. Who were prepared for it. And they had the opportunity of embracing 
the Son of God. Simeon got it because he longed for it. Anna got it because she longed for it. Mary and Joseph got it because they longed for God and God was with them because he wanted to be with them. May we be such a people so one with God that we know when God comes and knocks at our door we will just jump and run and give our very best our very best not a stable not a manger for him to lay his head but our very best for the Lord may there be no sad statement like this within the pages of our lives in our book in our story that's being written before God Almighty may our lives be like the life of Mary Joseph Anna Simeon the shepherds the wise men who had the privilege of seeing the king of the universe worshipping him out of joy not out of obligation if this kind of a thing were to happen in Egypt and in Babylon it's understandable but this tragedy happened in Bethlehem amongst the descendants of Abraham amongst the people who were in a covenant relationship with God Almighty there was no room at the end because of that they had to lay the head of the son of god in a manger shall we pray father thank you lord for this morning hour the hour where god interacts with man thank you for giving us this privilege to hear the heart of god the voice of the holy spirit which is so rare these days just like in the time of jesus and the word of god was so rare you gave divine encounters for your people to walk with you Thank you Lord for being so gracious to us 
as we come to your presence and we wait on you Lord you never fail to satisfy us with your likeness you never fail to satisfy us with your heavenly manner as you have promised in your word I will instruct you and I will teach you I will guide you with my eye I will show you this is the way walk in it this is the way every morning through the spirit of God working through the shepherds placed over this church you are teaching us to walk in your ways this is the way walk in it I thank you Lord thank you for this great mercy for this great grace for which we are accountable to whatever we receive from you we are accountable to it so I pray that you all have your hand upon your people that they may continue to benefit from what you're doing Lord it's each and every morning how you feed so faithfully we thank you Lord our good shepherd the Lord Jesus Christ we thank you we thank you we thank you as Jesus though rejected by men when the test came though he was rejected he still went and ministered to them I pray may we ever be like that Lord to have that grace to have that love being led by the Holy Spirit to do the will of God out of the heart of God may we never be like the sons and daughters of Abraham who did not know the time of their visitation because they were full of themselves but when God came hidden in the body of a human being that they said no no to the need of the Savior not because the Savior had a need because they were given the opportunity and they did not make use of it and we never be people who are in the covenant relationship with God Almighty just do the bare minimum or just do what we say we can but when it comes to emptying our seats so that God can have it emptying our rooms so that God can have it may we never say no may this church never say no Lord I pray may our church be a church that will always say yes to the King of Glory may always say yes to what God is doing may always have spiritual eyes to see when God tests and sifts the hearts and motives of every believer here 
I pray, Father, on this Christmas Day, as you're leading us further into sanctification, during the end of this year, as you're leading us as a church into further sanctification, every form of self, let every form of self be crucified to the cross of Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, that the Spirit of God may continue to move in our midst as a mighty, gushing river. I pray, Father, that no one be covered with self and thereby miss the King of Glory. So as a servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless every single one who's here, who valued this time with God, who came eagerly to hear from God and bless them with this blessing which you alone can bless them with that they may become sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit that they may not miss their time of visitation when they are tested O Lord that they may stand the test of time that they may never say no room for the Savior. May they never be full of themselves in any area of their lives, O Lord. May they may never be satisfied with the minimum that they're doing. They may be full of faith. That they may be full of faith. That they may be full of God's love. that they may be walking in the Spirit of God to be able to discern their time of visitation and be counted worthy to embrace what God has for your people during every season. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.